For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey, Studio DNA fans. I'm Chad, a new podcast host here on the network. I'd like to invite you to check out my new show called Hot Takeout, where I mix together some of my favorite things, fast food and musical artists. When you listen, you'll get that feeling you have when you get an onion ring in the bottom of your french fries. It's a win. We'll dig deep with the artists. We'll find out what inspires them and what foods they have to stay away from. And we're also playing fast food games, which will also make sense when you listen. So check out the Hot Takeout podcast streaming right now here on the Studio DNA podcast network. Come on, Uncle Jim, party start. Hear that music? From South Bend, Indiana. That's in America. It's sports yet. This is Jimmy Shorts. Thank you, Studio DNA Podcast Network. And here's your host, Corey Mann, and Indiana Broadcast Hall of Famer, Chuck Freebie. Turn it off. And welcome to episode 118. That would be the Johnny Unitas episode. Oh, I loved his hair. Johnny Unitas, the former Baltimore Colts quarterback. He won 117 games with the Colts. And you might say, well, Chuck, this is episode 118. That's right. He won one game with the San Diego Chargers in 1973, thus giving him 118 for his NFL career. The great number 19, Johnny Unitas. Do you put him in the top 10? Of all-time NFL quarterbacks? Yeah, I would. Top 5? Uh, no, I, I, probably not. It was He played in such a different era. It's really tough to compare the era that Unitas played in mm-hmm. with the quote-unquote modern game. I, I would say the game post-80s. Okay. The the game of the last 25 years has changed. Back when Unitas played, and really the, through the 70s and the 80s, uh, it the star of your team was the running back. Teams could survive without great quarterbacks. Now, it helped to have a good quarterback like a Unitas or a Bart Starr, but there wasn't the emphasis on the short passing game there wasn't the emphasis on uh, being able to throw with accuracy and not worry about interceptions. The game changed somewhat when Montana and Bill Walsh brought in the West Coast offense in the 1980s. And at that point, the game changed to more of a short passing game, using the short pass much as teams used to use the run. Okay. What do you think was what do you think is the single most biggest change in the game that had the most impact? I I think that would be it. That's the one right there. Yeah, because then as the passing game became greater, you saw the offensive numbers go up and the emphasis on having three or four wide receivers and the emphasis on the running game went down to now 
and and you see this from people who play fantasy football and and I'm not that guy but in fantasy football running backs are a dime a dozen because a running back his career is going to be about four or five years and he's going to have some and take a look at a guy like Matt Forte I mean Bears fans love Matt Forte but his career basically boiled down to about a five-year period mm-hmm. you don't have guys the Walter Paytons of this league anymore are few and far between even even guys like uh, Jerome Bettis who had a great career in the NFL Hall of Fame career in the NFL Jerome had to become as much of a pass catcher as he was a runner of the football to remain in the game for longevity yeah. Uh, we didn't get to talk about this all off the air or on the air. I'd love to know how your Saturday was at the, uh, the confines. Well, first of all, there's never a bad, I've been at the confines in all types of weather. Mm -hmm. I've been there with great cub teams and far less than great cub teams. Uh, and there's never a bad day when you're at Wrigley field. Um, I do like, I haven't been there that much since they made the improvements in the plaza you know, they, they put the hotel up across the street. They they developed the whole Gallagher Park, Gallagher Way area. And I did like that. They had a live band out there performing before the game. Mm-hmm. Good cover band. Um, so that was fun. We were sitting in the upper deck down the left field line, which I enjoy those seats. I, I'm not all hung up where I have to see the left field video board all that much. I can see it well enough to get what's going on over there. And I wanted to be elevated because I figured if there was any kind of breeze at all, I would get it up there. Yes. And I was right. Uh, I love hot weather, so 95 at game time did not bother me. Diane was sweating a little bit, but we were hydrating properly. We saved the imbibement for the post-game the meal. The libations yeah. for later. The libations were saved for the post-game meal. So we stuck with the water. They've redone the concession stands on the upper deck, and it's very nice. It's very roomy to get in and out of. Were you in the 400s? There, there's, I was in the 300s. 300s, okay. I nice. was in the 300s, so we're sitting second row of the upper deck. Terrific. Would be that way, except the people in the first row of the upper deck had some large craniums. Oh, boy. And to, I'll be honest, it was a little tough to see around them and to see the field. Plus... There were at least two people between me and the field who uh, were on the slow elevator. And what I mean is they would slowly rise from their seat and then they would slowly sit back down in their seat. <laughs> and it's like, hey, come on, folks. We're trying to. And I, I didn't say anything. One was a little girl. She's probably about 10 or 11 years old. She has yet to see a play from this game. I'm, I'm not sure she ever looked to home plate the whole time. She was always looking back at Dad or looking at somebody back in the bleachers. And the reason I know that is because I had to watch past her to see the game. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, that all said, had an excellent usher named Tim who I gave great reviews to in my Cubs survey that came in the email yesterday. And uh, he said, you know, look, your seats are in the sun right now. They won't be come game time because we got there about an hour before the game. He goes, feel free to find some empty seats, sit in the shade. If people come, obviously you're going to have to move. But 
you don't have to go down to your seats while they're still in the sun. Oh, thanks, Tim. So we took him up on that. We sat somewhere else until game time and then slid into our seats. Um, good ball game. Wind's blowing out, so the ball's flying out. Jose Quintana was on the mound for the Cubs, so you knew the Padres would have a laser show. Uh, and as I told you, the Padres have some young talent on this team. Mm-hmm. Fernando Tatis Jr. is 20 years old, and he hit the second longest home run at Wrigley Field this year. Oh, boy. And it there was no doubt. 2 nothing Cubs when he's up at the plate and the ball comes off. His, well, it's a 2-1 game. Uh, long before the ball got into the seats. So it's 6-5 Cubs in the seventh. And I had checked my phone, and I saw on the weather channel where there's some storms coming. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you could kind of look off to the left, which is to the north at Wrigley Field, and you could see the clouds starting to build. And all of a sudden, in the seventh inning, and I mean like that, Corey, the wind shifts from blowing out 20 miles an hour to blowing in 20 to 25 miles an hour. And the cheer goes up from the crowd because the temperature drops about 15 degrees in an instant. Wow. And it goes from feeling like 94 to... 79 with this refreshing lake breeze coming in it's like (laughs) wow this is pleasant the other pleasant thing about it as a cubs fan is it's six five cubs at that point and while balls were flying out of the yard including a three-run homer by javi now you're not going to get the ball out of wrigley field with a howitzer and so you felt pretty good about the cubs being able to protect the lead it's six five in the ninth padres have a runner on first Fast runner, Kimbrell's trying to keep an eye on him. He makes a one-two pitch to Margot, their center fielder. It's a little high, and I think it was Will Myers trying to steal. And Will Myers looks like he's got second base nabbed. In fact, on the radio call, Patty says, oh, he's safe. And Javi does one of those catching tags that only Javi can do and gets him out. And Almost like tagged the bottom of his foot? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I saw that. But catch and tag in like this instantaneous movement gets him out, and the Cubs hang on to win 6-5, which, of course, made for full delirium among the Freebie family. Nice. Well, dinner afterwards. Well, dinner afterwards. I, I, They're not a sponsor. I wish they were, but uh, Wheatberry up in Buchanan, Michigan, I can't recommend it highly enough. I, I say if we have a good meal somewhere, we say it out loud. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Now, I also say if you have a really bad service experience somewhere, you can say that out loud as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, Saturday was just a, a terrific day. A lot of fun to spend with my wife of 28 years now. 28 years. What else? Let's well, let's talk, let's talk about the Cubs because they they wrap up this homestand 7-2 and two after the All-Star break. And, mm-hmm. and Chicago gets very excited when their team is playing well. And while they should, the Cubs have a two-game lead on Milwaukee. This three-week stretch for the Chicago National League Ball Club is the most critical three-week stretch of the season coming up. Because? The Cubs have not played well on the road this year. They're 18-27 and on the road. And they begin a nine-game stint in San Francisco, Milwaukee, and St. Louis. Mm. And, of course, the Brewers and the Cardinals are the two teams right behind the Cubs in the National League Central. The Cubs must go at least 4-5 and five on this road trip in order to still have a shot at keeping 
keeping Maintain. a share of the lead mm-hmm. in the NL Central. And, of course, with six of those games being against the division opponents who are right behind you, it's absolutely critical. But San Francisco's not an easy team to beat either. They've been playing very well since the All-Star break. So you've got nine games there. You come home and you have three more with the Brewers on the first weekend of August. So six of the next 12 games are against the team right behind you in the standings. And then after the Brewers leave, here come the Oakland A's for interleague play, and they're probably the hottest team in the American League right now. So mark this on your calendars, kids, because Uncle Chuck will be taking a vacation somewhere in here. But August 12th, when we reconvene for Sports Jack that day, Mm -hmm. and we'll have some other episodes. I don't want you to think that we're not doing another yak until August 12th. But mark this down on the calendar. August 12th, let's see how the Cubs are doing. Because if they're still in first place and have weathered that three weeks, that's a great sign. White Sox. Yesterday, I'm watching a little bit of the White Sox game, waiting for the Cub game to come up. And, they have a rain delay yesterday? Uh, or? Cubs had a rain delay, and the White Sox were playing in Florida, which meant they started at like one fifteen, okay. and the Cubs didn't start till 2.20. So I'm watching because I want to see this kid, Dylan Cease, for the White Sox. He's making his second or third start, for the third start, I believe, for the Sox. And he gets in a jam in Tampa, and he's facing Travis Darno with the bases loaded. Corey, if there's not a dome on this stadium in Tampa, St. Pete, this ball may have wound up in Orlando. I mean, <laughs> Travis Darno just hits the ever-living out of it. And it's a grand slam home run. 4 nothing. Tampa Bay goes on to win it by a count of 4-2. to two. The White Sox have just really, really, really struggled on the road this year. But they get to come home now, so we'll see if Ricky Renteria's bunch can turn it around. Tigers. Oh, my gosh. The Tigers are just the ever-living train wreck. How bad are the Tigers? Well, they win yesterday on a walk-off by Nicholas Castellanos. More about him in a moment. And they beat Toronto by a count of 4-3. to three. Castellanos, after, after hitting the walk-off home run to end a seven-game skid for the Tigers, rips Comerica Park, which is the Tigers' home park. He says the dimensions in this place are crazy. There's no reason anybody would want to play here given the current state of this ballpark. Well, Nicholas can say this because right now he seems to be drawing a lot of attention from the Cubs as somebody the Cubs want to acquire here at the trade deadline. Hmm. Why would the Cubs want another corner outfielder? Well, look at what they've been doing in left field all season long. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant, Kyle Schwarber, Schwarber. Mark Zagunas, um, Robel Garcia played there Saturday. I mean, they have been trying to find a left fielder. Mm-hmm. Castellanos would give them a, cor- a solid corner outfielder. Then you could have, uh, actually, you'd put Castellanos probably in right. You'd probably put Hayward in center and Almora in left. You'd Bryant be, goes back to third. Bryant goes back to third base. Then you can get rid of Daniel Descalso. More about him in a moment. You could get rid of Addison Russell, one of them, maybe both, uh, and put Bodie at second base or Robel Garcia at second base. Welcome to the podcast within the podcast. 
This podcast is called Rant. More so, about him in a well, moment here, is quickly here's, becoming my favorite catchphrase. Here's why you want Castellanos as well. Mm-hmm. Cubs have, and they did it again yesterday, Cubs have really struggled against left-handed pitching this year. And they need more right-handed bats and right-handed bats with power. Castellanos gives you that. When you look at the teams the Cubs could play in the postseason, especially the Dodgers, very left-handed heavy with Clayton Kershaw and John Hinru, and you're going to need some right-handed bats to take them on. Now, let's get back to the second-base situation with the Cubs because this right now, kids, is an unmitigated disaster for Joe Madden. Remember, you started the year with the hopes that Daniel Descalso would be your regular second baseman until Addison Russell would come back and save the day. And then you would back him up with David Bodie. Well, the Cubs, from their second base position this year, have a batting average of about 220 from their second baseman. Yesterday, Daniel Descalso came up as a pinch hitter for reasons only Joe Madden knows, because it was just his fifth at-bat of the month of July. Look, if you're not going to play him, if you're not going to use him, let's get rid of him. You would, except Addison Russell should change his name to Baddison Russell because he literally stunk up Wrigley Field on Saturday. There were at least five plays that should have had Addison Russell yanked from the game. Instead, Joe Madden took out Rebel Garcia instead and left Russell in the game to continue the absolute horrendous show that he was putting on. I don't know if Joe Madden's trying to make the point that, look, Theo, Addison Russell can't play the game anymore, but that point was made clearly. His base running was absolutely brain dead on Saturday, and his fielding wasn't much better. He let two pop-ups drop and made a throw to first base that only by the grace of God and Anthony Rizzo Rizzo saved from going to the dugout and made a tag on the runner coming down the line. Addison Russell, you're not good anymore. You're not really a good human being anymore. I don't want you on my team anymore. You've been listening to Rant, the podcast within the podcast. We now resume our regular podcast. Why do you think he's not good anymore? The pressure? I... I think whatever happened with this domestic violence case and the 60-day suspension is still in his head. He was rather a quiet and withdrawn person in the locker room to begin with. I just don't see, I don't see how he fits in with this Cubs team. And the reports that I heard after the game say that Rizzo was just tearing him a new one in the dugout between innings, saying you got to pull your head out and you got to start playing better. And it didn't seem to get the message across because he just kept getting worse. Yesterday, he didn't play, but Descalso did. Neither one of them can play second base. Right now, I'm willing to live at second base, even though defensively you take a dip with David Bodie and Robel Garcia. Can we talk about what happened at the Hall of Fame yesterday afternoon? Well, a great day in Cooperstown. I, I've never been. This is one of my bucket list wow, things really? that I need to do. I need to get to Cooperstown. Would that be hard to get tickets to a Hall of Fame uh, ceremony? I don't think it is. Okay. Uh, my friend Chris Spataro was there yesterday because he's a big Yankees fan. Okay. 
and Mariano Rivera was going into the Hall of Fame appropriately enough, and I'm sure they thought about this. They had Rivera close the speeches because he was the game's ultimate closer, number one on the all-time saves list, and the first unanimous selection to the Hall of Fame. And he was outstanding. Uh, Remember, Mariano Rivera did not know a lick of English when he came to the big leagues. And yesterday, he gave a great speech with just very few notes in English and Spanish at Cooperstown. Uh, He was tremendous. Uh, Lee Smith goes into the hall, the big Cubs reliever, who is number three on the all-time saves list and should have been in the hall a while ago. Saved a lot of games after he left the Cubs, uh, particularly with the Cardinals on some of their World Series teams taking over for Bruce Sutter. The Cardinals did very well harvesting Cub relievers from them over the years. Harold Baines goes into the Hall of Fame. There's a previous episode that Corey will edit in here, I'm sure. (laughs) I'll have to go looking for that one. Because that was one of the first rants. And it was well-deserving of one. He goes in the hall. Starting pitchers Mike Mussina and Roy Halladay go into the hall, as does D.H. Edgar Martinez. Overall, five out of six of those Hall of Famers belong in the hall. The British Open wrapped up yesterday, and Irish eyes are smiling because for the fifth time in British Open history, the Open champ hails from the Emerald Isle. His name is Shane Lowry. He had had the lead at the U.S. Open back in 2016 after 54 holes and saw it fall apart. Uh, But he's a different golfer today, and he is a much better golfer playing at home. The elements played as much of a factor on Sunday as anything. I mean, they had the rain coming down sideways, the wind was blowing, but that's the game they play over in Northern Europe. And so, unless there's lightning, they don't call the guys in off the course. And they played through it, but nobody was really able to make a challenge to Shane Lowry. A lot of people thought Brooks Kepka, the U.S. Open two-time champ, would would make a run, but he started off with four straight bogeys, so he took himself out of contention. And nobody was really able to put up that great a score under the conditions. Lowry did a good job to not fall apart under the pressure and wound up winning by six strokes over England's Tommy Fleetwood. So he takes home his first major title, the Claret Jug, and the $1.9 million first prize. The Claret Jug is the British equivalent to the Masters Green Jacket. Okay. Chicago Bears have taken the school buses to Bourbon A. I hear from a reliable source that... Today and tomorrow, the Walmart will be completely cleaned of flat screens and Xboxes. The rookies report today and the veterans tomorrow. Yeah, and then uh, they leave those uh, flat screens and Xboxes for incoming students at Olivet. That's wonderful. <laughs> I think that's great. Yep. Uh, the Bears will be without safety. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix, as they start practice. Say that with me now. Ha-ha, Clinton Dix. Yes. The former Alabama star then had some good years with the Packers. They've got him under a one-year deal. And we were told at the Bears press conference yesterday something we already know. The Bears still don't have a kicker. So, ladies and gentlemen, do yourself a favor. Go down to your local high school field and just go out there and, and work on kicking some field goals and some extra points. And if you can get yourself up to any kind of consistency from 40 yards, 
just hop in the wagon master and drive on down to bourbon a and go on up to ryan pace and tell him you're here because <laughs> at this point anybody will do the kicking game's important with chicago bears as we've seen this last season it would help yes. it would help a great deal yeah all right I'll give Lion King a uh, thumbs up, especially if you can go with someone who's never seen the Lion King. I think that'd be more helpful than sure. than you don't play the comparison game. Now, know, how many people eyes. are there that have not seen the original Lion King? I would say more than half in the theater yesterday. Really? Yeah. And it's entertaining enough that the kids that were in there were very attentive. There is a sad moment, as you have seen the original, with yeah, well, the, yeah. uh, the wildebeest chase. Mm-hmm. There was some sniffling going on in the screen, but uh, okay. I quickly uh, wiped that off of my nose, yeah. and then it was on to uh, singing Hakuna Matata. I'd give it a thumbs up. Uh, what appealed to you the most about this version of The Lion King? The uh, technology. I, you, you quickly forget that you're watching some sort of computer-generated something. It looks like they've gone into the... National Geographic archives and followed animals around and, mm-hmm. you know, done something with their mouths. But it's it's a good-looking film. Now, when you say did something with their mouths, did they do it in a clutch cargo style? I'm sorry, they did not. That is a antiquated... No, don't, don't you... <laughs> don't you be smirch clutch cargo here with your words like antiquated. I got the sense that that was not in a complimentary tone and i will not have that on this show i'm sorry there's no snowshoe there's no clutch spinner paddle there's foot? no spinner or paddle foot why could <laughs> how could you even sit through this thing how long is it it's uh an hour 58 okay that's that's yeah. within the time constraints. I, I did get a little fidgety i started getting a little fidgety um uh and as a reviewer called this morning she wanted some more rafiki to which I, I who wouldn't want more monkey? <laughs> I well, mean, I don't mind more monkey. It's just not that one. Come on, more monkey is pretty much American. That's good old American television, right there. You and your stick and your powder. I mean, BJ and doing. the bear. You know, they didn't bring in a bear. They brought in a monkey for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there another show, Lancelot Link? There's another show with a monkey. Great show. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Great babe. What was he? He was a monkey. He was a big monkey. Hey, uh, I want to send you an article, and maybe Wednesday we could do this. Okay. I'd love to do some uniform rankings in baseball. Ooh. Current or past? Uh, I'll send you the article, and we'll kind of go from there. Okay. I saw, it, I saw it late on Friday, and I did the exact same thing. I, ooh, this will be fun with Chuck. It looked like they were current. It you looked know, like they were current. You know what you should do? You should also post said article on the Sports Yak Twitter page. That's mm-hmm. the Yak with two Ks. That way, our listener could then read said article and maybe call into the comment line or tweet their thoughts as well, and we could review those on the show on Wednesday. 574-210-7950. I will put that article on the Yak Twitter we have a special surprise for you to end the show today. Do we? Yes. Uh, they're going to bring back Clutch Cargo? We are going to pull back the curtain, Chuck, on the artists who brought us the Sports Yak theme song. Man, were these guys excited to get their payment today. 
their very first check. Well, it's kind of like a check. Yeah. It's thin and it's made of paper. Congratulations, guys. You get to be on the other podcast as your payment. The uh, Sports Shack sticker. The band Carrollton and uh, the history, the origin of the Sports Yak theme song. I'm sitting with the authors, the songwriters, the the musicians behind the Sports Yak theme song. Take us back, Michael, to that conversation of, hey, what do you think about this? <laughs> uh, well, you we were conversing over some text, Corey, and uh, and and just you kind of threw out this random text of like. Hey, if you know an artist that would be interested in coming up with a theme song for this Sports Yak podcast that I'm doing, please let them know. And, you know, that's it's pretty close to the text that you sent me. And um, so Jordan uh, Jordan has a studio. He, we do a lot of uh, producing uh, for the Carrollton stuff. And, uh, and so I immediately, I'm like, well, shoot, I want a shot at this. This is, I mean, I, that sounds awesome. So I immediately text Jordan. I'm like, "Hey, Corey, Corey wants this thing. We we got time. Like, can we do this?" And you know, Jordan loves you, and so he's like, "Absolutely." And uh, so I, you know, you kind of gave me some some. Hey, in a perfect world, it may sound like this or this or this, and and uh, and so I just so the way our band operates in general, especially for me, cause I only play drums. Uh, I don't play any other instruments. Notes don't make sense to me, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, so these guys, anytime we're writing anything, if I'm involved, it's getting acapella voice memos from me of either singing a part or singing melodies and going, Hey, can you guys create something off of this? And, uh, and so I'd, I'd sent Jordan like six or seven voice memos of just random randomness. And uh, and I said, you know, any of these work for you or whatever. And uh, Jordan Jordan responded very quickly, and I I love what he sent. So I mean, he sent like six ideas, and they were all awesome because he's a songwriting machine. So so if you listen close to the to the intro, there's you can hear. So he sent me a voice memo. I just threw it in Logic and locked it up to the click and played along. So if you listen close with the headphones, you can hear him in the background going, no, 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 I heard it for the first time this morning. I was like, wow, it's really in there. So just left it there. And so there's everything's on there, though, Jordan. Bass guitar, guitar, drums. And then are both of you yelling sports yak, or is it just you? I mean, it's just me. Is it just you? Yeah, All right. Yeah. I mean, literally, I just sent the voice memo, and the next thing you know, Jordan sends that back. Which, so, thanks for playing it. it was, I'm proud to let you know it's our number one most requested theme song on the sports podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's any other ones, but so, I just want you to know it's number first one. Try. Yeah. First try. First try. Oh, I love listening to that thing. Well <laughs> Trying to figure out how to turn it into my ringtone. Man, I, for whatever reason, I'm really proud of it. I actually texted a bunch of people that know you okay. and was just like, hey, I don't know if you listen to this podcast, but if you do, uh, we may have created that little intro thing. Like, I didn't care if you used it twice. I was so happy that like you just that oh. you used it, and so uh, so yeah. Anybody that knew you that I had their phone number, I was texting them, <laughs> totally going, "Hey, uh, this matters to me, so you should check it out." 
Yeah, it's good stuff. So thank you again. Have you guys done here anything? Here's your exact text. Oh, here we go. If you are ever in the studio and are hunting for inspiration, uh, if you are ever in the studio and are hunting for inspiration, you could always make a rocking 10 to 15 second song called Sports Yak that I'm sure someone would love for a podcast open and close. Maybe. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay, is there a musical direction you hear going? Uh, rocking, classic ACDC, not speed metal, but fits right in with that classic sound. Maybe a group of it fits. Sports Yak, explore the space. I said, okie dokie. Only if you have nothing to do and need a spark of creativity, you responded with. If Van Halen only had 15 seconds, what would that sound like? That's my favorite. That I remember. I thought, that's got to be inspiring. I said, this sounds fun. Uh, Yeah. It works. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, Thanks so much for letting us be a part of what you're doing. That is great stuff. Man, I loved meeting those guys today, and that was awfully nice of them to give us the Sports Yak theme. They didn't I, charge us for that, did they? I love that they reached out to people that they thought that I knew to give them a heads up on, hey, he's using our theme song. <laughs> and these people said, oh. uh, who? Who? Where? Huh? Is that the guy with the clutch cargo references? That's right. Well, we covered everything we want to cover today. I think we did. All right. Wednesday, uniform rankings. Look for that article. On Twitter, at SportsYak with two Ks. I think Johnny Unitas would have been very proud of this show and his honor. He could hang his hat on this one. And And his his black shoes. His high and tight. Haircut, Mm -hmm. yes. Until next time, sports fans. Ooga Luga, Heine Manushu, birthday boy, you. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.